Between us and Mahi Monday, we here for our morning shifters from our misters to our sisters. We back for another show, just in case you missed us. Do the dishes, all powered by You Know Media. It's time to rock and roll to you. Yo, to find no stay blessed. No stress. We got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to officially the number one show. If you call New Zealand your home, welcome to New Media, the people's media. <laughs> Say no more, take your shoes off at the door, grab a tea towel, do the dishes. And uh, let's have a good time. Everything you want, nothing you know. Real people, real talk. And if we ain't number one on the charts, hopefully we number one on your hearts. Yes, get it, get it. <laughs> I'm proud of where we got to, boys. It Man. took us five months, but we got there we at the building, end. baby. Nice we and tidy. All right, what's on the show today? We're talking about dad sayings. The Icklist continues. And we go on the hunt once again for Cinderella or Feller. And up the was. Of course. <laughs> and up the was. Up the, <laughs> Up the wires, though, we have our sports rap. Mark will cover you everything that you miss with sports. So you can go back to work and be like, I know what's happened. But we always start the show with an absolute boom. And it is a Monday, so those honours go to the River Jordan. They do. Uh, not trying to talk about, uh, this is too early, but I'll tell you what, over the weekend, had the most proudest moment, okay? Because I, I gave her a challenge. I said, play like an unlikely tracker, like a banger that's like unlikely. She pushed play on this. Oh. Oi. I don't care what you say. This was a banger. Oh. Turn it up. Feel it in your heart. <laughs> Come on, Mahi Monday. Let's push. Run into my arms, babe. That was a sleeper banger, though, eh? Remember that song? That was good. Who sings it? A Sweet Disposition, but I can't remember who the band was. Temper Trap. Temper Trap. It's, it's a Temper Trap. Yeah. And it's weird, because we went on this, like, we were going to, like, YouTube song for YouTube song, and we start, where we started was, like, oh, you're that been... point of the relationship. I love that. Oh, That's just, the fun part. You know? Hey, free fun. You know? Just vibes free, with each free other. Free fun. How much? Best friends. <laughs> free fun. <laughs> now, we started with, like, Hooper Sank. Like, um, oh, The Reason. The Reason. <laughs> and we're going, like, back there was, there's a time back when like Juice TV C4 were like yes. you know prominent like My Chemical Romance like did all those like and you Evanescence did you play Dane Ramble I didn't oh uh, Dane Ramble could have got there though yeah, you could have played that anyway that is your vibe for today thank you guys yeah nice 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 Mato Mark how are we OG yeah good good I uh, had a good weekend um, I went to a farewell to our friend Alex and Tarangi's young fella Costa he's taken up a scholarship to play basketball over in Coastal Prep in oh, Florida and there are a few kids these days that are getting these opportunities now and it's thanks to like community help really and and getting our, our athletes noticed and kids who are having opportunities that some of us didn't and um, it's, it's heartwarming to, to see it happening and, and one of the um, one of the uncles stood up and, and started uh, telling his story about how he, when he started playing basketball back in the days you know West Auckland there was only one brown kid that had shoes and the rest would borrow them 
when it would, when they would come off, you know, it'd be like, and he goes, now looking at all our kids and they've got a collection of shoes and there's these opportunities where they were going and, and, and how they could further their careers. And even if it's not for them, even if it doesn't end up in an NBA contract or anything like that, at least our people are getting out there and seeing the world. And it was a, it was a heartwarming moment. I have to say, though, I did, I was uh, halfway through a mission to go through the lounge, which was packed, to go and get drinks uh, on the other side of the of the party and the speeches started, so I was trapped right up the front where all the people were that were talking, and I was standing behind them with two lemonades in my hand going, you know, and you can't move, can't you're stuck, move. you just got to start, and then you start, you can't clap because you're holding two drinks. Yeah, and then you just look like that you, dude. I was that dude. Hey, that is, Carol, that's a neck. That's a horrible I was trapped while all the emotional what, speeches were what happening. What kind of hungus dude pours two glasses of drinks and, and, they weren't and walks around in a party? One was for Ava, they one was for Joe. Uh, oh. Oh, hey, before we move on, uh, Ava's also joining us in studio. Ava was here for our first uh, few episodes. She's shaking like she doesn't want to talk. Okay. That's okay, Ava. Do you want to say anything? Want to say hi? Say hi to everyone. Hi. <laughs> Yay! I love that. that. Not one for the limelight. The day off school. Like day off school today. Yeah, oh, true. Yeah. yeah, true. That is true. Spoiled little thing. Um, yeah, and no, I like that. Hey, yeah. To your point on that, just on, on Kiwis being able to do some really cool things, I used to play basketball with this guy, Zach. Amazing. Uh, but just happened to bump into him over the weekend, and he goes to school in New York, plays basketball over there. I was like, where are you playing this year? He said, got a game at Madison Square Garden. Wow. Wow. That's so cool, man. You get to go to the mecca of all places, and he's playing there. So to your point, very true. Some Kiwis doing some cool things overseas. And shout out to Alex and Tarangi who... Um, Just the dream, man. Yeah, they, they pick kids up from their homes. They take them to uh, camp, to their basketball camps. They spend all weekends doing this. And so when these opportunities come to not only their own kids, but kids who they've helped get through there too... It's just heartwarming. I do love this. It's a little bit left field. And sometimes I feel like we, we're rushing to get through the show sometimes. But, uh, you know, I just want to take the time to, you know, the whole shoe thing, like here to borrow shoes. I do want to know, like, I wonder if the, and hey, there's nothing wrong with, like, affording your kid all the resources to make them if better. Can, yeah. But there's something to be said about the kids who grew up with less and what and how it made them better. And I've always thought that, like, as a dad now, like, if my son gets into anything, you don't want to over-resource him. Like, because you know, that thing came out about... um. Um, Kai, eh? Um, who's point guard? No, no. Um, for the Dallas, who's point guard for Dallas at the moment? Um, Luca. No. Point guard for Dallas. Mavericks. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Nickname Kai. Um, he never had a, a backboard. He only had a backboard oh, on the I left side, this. and he had no backboard on the right side. So he has to he has to, to practice practice for hours, only being able to roll it off a certain part. High on the backboard, and now he's arguably the greatest. And finisher now he's in the, the NBA. greatest acrobat, you know, finisher in the NBA. And I just think, like, it's just an interesting point, eh? Like, yeah, I also believe, though, but it's I not. It's not having to go like no, 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 you know, no, not at all. But I do think culturally, we need to move out of that space because yeah. we haven't come from something You're like right. we, we and we we really battled for it. We also need to understand that you can make it with the resource as well. It's not necessarily our struggle. And if we don't have our kids struggling that way, it doesn't mean they're not still going to make it. We, I know we automatically go, well, I didn't have that, so how are you going to face adversity? Yeah, you're then? true. You're right. I heard Tiger Woods to the show and both your points. I think his birthday is Christmas Eve, so on, and he came from absolutely no money. So on his birthday, he'd get one shoe, and then on Christmas, he'd get the other Yo. shoe. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, I and love these stories. Is, yeah, now here we are. Well, here Tiger so Woods. So kids, if you're listening, if the greatest to ever do it, have gone without, and you feel like you've, you're going to at the moment. You're gonna make it. You just you just keep on skilling up and living it up. And but if you've got everything, you can still make it. Oh yeah, all bases but, covered. But if you got everything, we don't really want you to make it. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm kidding. Let's get into daily bread, eh? Breaking bread with the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Here we are, August twenty first. That's two hundred and thirty three days deep into the year. Only one hundred and thirty two left to get her done. Get her done. It's Discovery Day. Enjoy walks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Enjoy walking tours, art exhibits, golf tournaments, and more on Discovery Day. Why is golf, golf tournaments in Discovery Day? It seems like a little bit of an ad. Yeah? yeah, that's a bit of a stretch. Hey, I'm going out to play golf. It's Discovery Day. I can't Not my choice. Yeah. I want to be out there, babe. It's in- Internet Self Care Day as well, where we. <laughs> Not near. 
not necessarily worry about you know self care in the real world, but looking after yourself. How does that work? How How does that work? Let's just break that down for a second. Much like, don't move on. Internet self care day because none of that makes sense. That doesn't feel like it should be a sentence. That must mean when you repost those memes like eat, pray, love. I think it just means on the internet (laughs) repost the lyrics. (laughs) I think what it's referring to is just looking after your self image online. So you know how you look after your self image when you're doing self care days. It's actually going through some of the posts you've made, uh, some of the photos that probably aren't the greatest photos that you can delete the day to do. Yeah. Delete later. Should we put your phone down, Dave? Put your, that. I, that, hey, that's that's what it, your self-care day, you put your phone down, Dave. Yeah. And finally, Senior Citizens Day. Oh, how are you? A salute to our senior citizens. Kia ora. Yeah. Is that it? That's that, it. Oh, that was it? That's it. You want to elaborate on how awesome they are? They are. Yeah. They deserve our thanks. Uh, they've got us to where we they are today. Yeah. 100%. My daily bread uh, for today is Labour has just announced over the weekend that if they get into government, I don't know why every, uh, whoever wins wouldn't do this, but Labour has promised that financial literacy will be compulsory in schools. Oh, about time. I think that should be the first thing. That's the first point of call for any government that's going to be in there. You know, I hate the way my brain works. I go, well, actually, hang on. That's the headline, but how does it actually play out? How does it actually work? Does that actually is that even achievable to roll out in their term of governmentcy, or is that just like a is that just a title that? And and this is across the board with all parties with the headlines at the moment. It just seems like it's just, and I'm I'm glad we've spoken to all the party leaders in that, but it just seems like at this time it's like a war of who can make everyone every party look worse, and then also who can promise the world. <laughs> That's exactly what. And it I is, just don't. Right? But I think I hope. That, that is something that actually happens because I would much rather learn about financial literacy than Pathaker's theorem. And Mark, as someone who is much smarter than both of us and very, very good with their money. Uh, I, you know what the battle is with school? It's actually making kids go, I need to learn this. And if you told them, hey, this class is financial literacy, literacy how on earth does that differ from, hey, this class is history? Hey, this class is... I'll tell you why. At that age, though, the name of I'll tell you boring. why. I think there's a start. It's a boring name, but tell me why kids are going to get engaged. In well, it. yeah, it's always going to, it's always going to be up to the teacher, right, and their True. ability to connect with the student. Because if they go in and they say, "Hey, uh, you know Logan Paul? Guess, guess, guess what the value of his podcast is? Mm. Do you think he does all the money himself? No, he's got accountants. He's got here's how it works. Here's how the money works. You know, or like you see the guy doing the Ferrari. Guess what? He didn't buy it. What he does is he uses his tax. He offsets it. Blah 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 blah. So, and then he's driving around showing you, and you think he bought it, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's different ways there to is, do it. There is, but this is, if it's going to be a, if it's going to be lessons that are taught right through all schools, then you're going to need someone who's pretty onto it to write those lessons out yeah, for the right. teachers to teach. So then you're going to need someone who's going to write these financial literacy uh, lessons out, who does know who Jake and Logan Paul are, who does know, you know, and makes hey, it I, interesting. But, hey, look, I just had the biggest shush in my head. No, 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 I'm sorry. No, sorry. Yeah. Name of it, so. All you got to do, teachers, is Logan Paul. Sorry about that, teachers. No, it's a great idea. I want to shut my mouth. I love it. I love my it. Bad. I think it's a great idea. We just got to make the kids want to learn it. You do it. Oh man, sorry, teachers. Uh, my <laughs> daily brief, teachers. My daily brief for today is is go us Kiwis. We're in the media for being dirty and clean at the same time. Very impressive. There's a Reddit that's going around. Yeah, that's it's taken off around the world. Uh, it says that Kiwis are rugby mad, uh, outdoorsy, friendly, maybe a little bit too emotional. And now another attribute that we can chuck to our name is a person who refuses to rinse their dishes after. I'm still stuck on a little bit too emotional. I think Kiwi culture is very unemotive. But let's go back to uh, what you're saying. We don't That's rinse our dishes. Right. Yeah, we so don't. I want you to go back and think <laughs> about when you, because I don't hand wash as much as I used to. But when I used to hand wash, so you don't up, do the dishes. No, do the dishes. But you tuck them in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I walked into that. Eh? Yeah. Bro, the ethos of our whole ah, show You've no, just derailed it They again. all think hey, we hold do on, hold they, on. they all think we out here every night with a rack With a rack <laughs> With a rack Hold on, ask me again So you don't do the dishes? No, I do do the dishes Absolutely Fair. Thank you yeah, yeah, yes. I get in And they're washing What I don't do though is I don't rinse after And what they're referring to is like Back in the day, the Brits So when you wash your dishes And then you We usually just have them drying on the bench right for a bit Until soap, someone soap. comes in with a towel yeah. Soap suds will run off it The Brits actually rinse their dishes or most of the rest of the world rinse their dishes after they've washed them so all the soap suds and stuff are gone and it's clean. Which makes so much sense, right? Hey, I'm a little bit lost here. I'm a little bit lost. I'm sorry. I don't I think you guys are filthy for not rinsing them. I what I do is I run a very hot sink mm-hmm. with soap. Mm-hmm. I'm washing them and then I have a tiny drip on the other tap, which is cold. 
So as I'm washing, I use a tiny bit of cold water to rinse and then place on, which is eventually making the sink less and less hot. So it's kind of the, evening it out. This is the class you need to teach. No more about financial literacy. Are you you right. need hey, my give me voice. Teachers, get me in there. How to do the dishes. <laughs> See, how to do the dishes but, done. I, yeah, I've always wondered why how they can just leave. Like, I watch people wash dishes, like heaps of soap, and then just chuck it on the rack. I'm just like, me uh, to a tea. Drip dry. A little drip dry, I'll get it later. I do that. Mark, we got to so wrong, though. Some bubbles disappear, but. No, you dry it. You dry it, but you're not rinsing the water. That just seems like a waste of water. It's water that doesn't need to be used. Well, apparently everyone around the world is like, no, just Kiwis doing that. Okay, then. It's just us saving the planet. Fine. <laughs> they make a good point, though. They're like, you rinse your hands. Like, you wash your hands, then you rinse them off. Yeah. You wash your car, then you rinse your car off. Actually, this is actually, like, a lot more interesting as we get into it. Eh? Like, how do people know that we do that? We're the only ones that do that. Someone outed us on Reddit. <laughs> How about. dare they? They're dating a Kiwi. It was an American that is dating a Kiwi coming here later on. They should have put, the world po- they should have put Tall Poppy in there. Apparently that's the only that's the only geo centric to us. <laughs> what should we bloody do now? <laughs> Alright, we've got to rinse our dishes. Fine, we'll do it. This Fine. is done, team. This is done. Alright, that's the daily bread for today. Breaking bread with, with the, the news of today. today. Do the dishes still looking for a bread spot. This is the morning shift. G'day shifters. How How are we? Summer's you know, I set this up last week uh, before the weekend happened and I don't know if everyone kind of got the right idea based on the response. I was kind of looking for a little bit more high level, you know, shifters, not going to lie. <laughs> but it actually ended up being okay because it, it became sort of tailored towards sort of Aotearoa, I guess, New Zealand, okay. Kiwi dads and uncles and the sayings or parents, the sayings that we kind of grew up on. So the way I... The way I Wanted this to go out was there's some real crack up kind of old sayings. Yeah. One of them, one of my favorite ones is Call me what you want, love, just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> you know, so it was kind of like on that kind of classic track. dad. But it, it's, it's, we're just going to hear what everyone kind of grew up in the sayings that they heard. So let's have some fun with this, yeah? Okay. So, Matua, Mark, you start us with the voices and then uh, we'll go around. Yes, thank you to Karen 3124 for this. You come for the cow or you comfortable? <laughs> Let me play that again. You come for the cow or you comfortable? Have you come for the cow or are you comfortable? <laughs> I, I mean, Matua, Matua, Mark grew up on bull, a farm. Bull, cow? Oh, oh my. Wow. Obviously, Jordan, how did you do it? I got that. Do we? You got that? You got that from that? <laughs> that was definitely farmer humour, and Matoma got it straight <laughs> away. Over there. So good. I, I, I saw that and I was like, I have no idea what that means. Did they have you come with the cow or comfortable? Come the <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. I love that. Okay, uh, Ed Rollett said, Don't trouble trouble, let trouble trouble you, then you can trouble trouble. <laughs> Why do I love things so much? <laughs> Mark's face oh. of pure joy. <laughs> the dad and he was loving it. There's, oh. a, there's a small little swear word in here, Fano, so please, but I'm, I'm not going to change the word because I think it'll change the saying, you know? And who am I to change someone's father's saying? Mm. This is from Cook Island Kiwis on Instagram. I can't pull a rabbit out of a hat, but I can sure pull a hair out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yeah, I like that one. Why, why, what does that mean? Because a hair, as in like a like rabbit, a as in, it's like a bigger sort of different I knew kind what of that meant. I knew what that yeah. meant. I don't need you to clarify. Okay. <laughs> hey, sucks, eh? Hey. Man, like this city slicker over here is uh, really struggling here. Matsuma. Uh, this was sent in by Savange underscore Stevens. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Oh, sucks. Every day. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> Boy, that's um, our motto in life. Oh, 100%. Uh, this one came from... Uh, Silisfar Fearweather, my dad's famous saying, does a bear ish in the woods and wipe his ass with a fluffy white bunny? I think we're, we're, I think we're lacking cadence there, Brooke. Yeah. Well, I couldn't say that. The, I didn't want to swear. <laughs> that's, uh, that's you want to try and do it in, in... Jordan, try again. I don't want to swear on it. I think that's just the first part. Does a bear shied in the woods? And wipe his bum with a fluffy white bunny? <laughs> the answer would be no, right? Very so, much so. So it's probably in the context of what are you doing that for? I'm just assuming here. Who wrote that? Uh, it's, it's, a, oh, it's a long one. It's a very yeah, long. don't repeat that. Okay, uh, this one's from Kid Carver. Kid Carver, when he was going for a sleep, he would announce, 
This baby is off to Brazil. My mates would love it. <laughs> is there any reason for that? But imagine your dad just coming out. You're all playing like you know, you know, Crash Bandicoot or something. He's like this baby's off to Brazil. Night, fellas. <laughs> in his dreams, I get it now. Bye, Dad. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, this was sent in by Snaldo Twenty Four. The end of the day, you can't always eat chicken. I mean, there's so much logic to that. Have you, have you, have you heard, have you heard that one before? Never, never. heard that before. Wow, never heard that one either. No. At the end of the day. The end of the day, you can't always eat chicken. Can you voice it through a dad voice so much, so much that we can really feel it? Look, at the end of the day, you can't always eat chicken. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it's a pretty is. good one too. That's great. Less is more. Uh, Mousy ten. Dad used to say. This hurts me more than it hurts you. Oh. Then proceed to give me hiding. <laughs> yes. it, didn't, it didn't feel like it hurt you more, to be honest, Dad. Kind of looked like you enjoyed that one, Dad. <laughs> this, one for me. this one's from Bobby Ethan. Uh, when someone can't drive through small gaps, my dad used to go, ugh, can fit a logging truck through there. Yes. <laughs> Marty used to say that too. My dad didn't say that much to me. Uh, yeah, we were avoiding those jokes. <laughs> Black Bailey said... Stop crying, I'll give you something to cry about. Yeah, that's what, that's funny because Lover's Worst 76 said, fix your face or I'll come fix it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Bowden said, eat some concrete harden up pills. Yeah. So yeah. we've got something going on now. It's supposed to be eat cement pills to harden up because, you know, cement makes concrete. Yeah, Yeah, I think some dad got that wrong and just made a concrete. They just actually eat concrete out of the ground. Just eat concrete. <laughs> um, W685 said, when your kid goes... Dad, I'm hungry, and you reply, "Hi, hungry, I'm dad." Dry. Oh. Quite want to get to that point though. That one used to Cannot hurt. Wait. That one used to hurt because it was always kind of like need need something, and it was like, "Hi, hungry, Josh." I'm actually hungry though. Oh, hi, hungry. I'm actually dad. <laughs> hey, when you try and <laughs> try and mix it up, nah, dad. I'm I'm being serious. I'm really hungry. Well, hi, really hungry. I'm dad. <laughs> well, hi, I'm actually serious. <laughs> Uh, Tachinao said, father-in-law, can't has a brother who can figure it out. Oh. oh. We, need it, we need it from the Matsuo voice. Can you, can, can, you, can you say that one again? Matsuo Mark? Do you want to hear it one more time? Yeah, say it to me again. I'll say it real late. Can't has a brother who can figure it out. <laughs> now bring hey, it home. Hey, hey, hey. Can't has a brother who can. Now figure it out. Oh. Well done, Mark. April uh, Kapoor said uh, her dad used to say, uh, as useless as a tits on a bill. Yes. <laughs> That's a <laughs> great The climbing ones, you love it. You're about as useful as a paper umbrella or the classic couldn't organise a piss-up in a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard uh, that first one. Yeah. It doesn't really roll off the tongue like, uh, you know. I just hear some dad going, uh, couldn't organise a piss-up in a brewery, mate. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Saying it at work. Go help your mum. <laughs> well, Mark, you love some of those. Oh, yeah. they, that was good for you. They just resonate with me. It's just simple basics. You know? If we're still doing this in 10 years, I want to feel that feeling. Yeah, you will. There, you know what oh, I mean? you will. You wait till, you know, your boys get old enough to be trying to do jobs. And then you're like, Ugh, can't even useful as a paper umbrella. What's your one, Matsumata? What's one of yours that you would use on your... on? Uh, I've used a few of those. That, I think that's why. <laughs> that's why. I, but I do enjoy the "you're as useful as teats on a bull." Let's go. Let's leave it there. Eh? Shout out to those who had father figures to say that to them growing up. Yeah, do you guys want to hear my one? This is the morning shift. Full voice. Full voice. I'm Hell giving yeah. you everything. I'm giving the falsetto, the low, the low falsetto, the full voice. That's bulls. If you have just joined us at the table and have no idea what we're talking to, we're referring to when we say Cinderella or Fella, we are on the search. It's a pretty easy search. Just like Cinderella was uh, searching for the glass slipper, or was found by using a glass slipper, we're going to throw out three things that we need from our Cinderella or Fella. If the shoe fits, then by all means you need to get in touch with us on our social media and tell us, hey, those three things, they're me. I'm your Cinderella or fella. And what's in it for us? What's in it for you? 
Well, Lifetime. our Cinderella or fella will be kitted out entirely in you know clothing. Oh, come on. Proper boxes. Proper. Not just like a hoodie. Proper. Like you, you're getting got you decked with the out. You pick the colours you mm. want. Got mm. kids, we'll chuck that in there too. Mm-mm. Riz. Absolute riz. Absolute All right, so riz. this week, what are we doing? Who is, uh, who's doing okay. what? Uh, our, our positions this week, Jordan is taking care of occupation. Yes. I will take care of the age and gender, which leaves you, Mark, to bring us home with the scenario this week. Here we go. Are we ready? The occupation for this week is a policeman or woman who... They're part of the police force. Okay, someone who's a part of the police force. Whose birth... How do I want to do this? Whose age is an even number. Ooh. Whose age is an even number, and I'm looking for... Ah, you know what? Like Jordan said, anyone in the workforce, male or female, police force. Which leaves that... <sighs> What's all Mark to bring that bad boy home? That's pretty open, isn't it, right now? <laughs> So, we are currently looking for someone who was within the police force, whose age is an even number right now. Anyone. Whose parents separated before they were born. Oi. Is that where you're leaving it? Is that where you're leaving it, Mark? You guys understand, right? So mum and dad were pregnant, then they split? Yeah. It's yeah. easy as that. So there must be plenty of people. That's what we're saying, mate. That's what we're yeah. saying. We're, yeah. pretty... we're there. We're there. We're there. This is a very achievable oh, Cinderella or fella. What? No, this we is something we could be finding. I was making sure you were in We should've said that. They split and they got back together and then they split again. We don't know that. We don't need to know that. We're going to find the slipper. So long as they were Separated with oh, wow. Slippers <laughs> and Air Force One after a music festival. <laughs> what are you doing? What? Once oh, again. Mark, you're disappointed. We are looking for someone in the police force. Whose age is an even number. Whose parents Whose parents were separated before they were born. Why don't we just give them the you know gears right now? I reckon. Wait, how does it work too? Is it first and first serve? Because there might be more than one here, Mark. You have to prove it to me. I want to see like actual your driver's license. I need to see that. And you have to be currently in the of your police force. Up. Like right now in the police force. I'm excited. Those ones, eh? We're going to get our first person on the show. We're going to call them. We're going <laughs> to talk them through. We're going to ask questions about how it all happened. And no, how what we're we no, oh, no. We, we said you had to be in the SWAT team too. And, <laughs> and also eligible for SAS. And also done a slight lag. Had to be at least done seven years in the force. <laughs> Once again. If the shoe fits, don't wear it. Share it. This is the morning shift. We have to go back there. Shush. (laughs) Man, lucky you guys, eh? Get to listen to this every morning. Wish I got to listen to my. Okay, let's go. That was an example of a nick. <laughs> be right. uh, guys, if you missed it last week, uh, it was brought to our attention that there is a basically a holy grail of Icklis. And I managed to get my hands on it. There was 45 on the list. I only read out about seven or eight. 45? There's 45, my boy. 45. We only got through about seven or eight. So I thought, what the heck? Why did we only get through that many? Because we felt like we were almost getting attacked. Yeah, yeah, we were really through. Yeah, there was an emotional feeling that we weren't wow. really expecting to feel. It only hurt when we realised we do some of the acts. <laughs> we do all of them. Uh, I've, I've had I've had um, a couple very burly, strong-looking men on Insta message me uh, about the eating on the seat, saying, "Damn, my heels were definitely <laughs> up too." <laughs> the bleed players and everything. Alex Glenn from the Broncos. Yes. Nah. <laughs> Said the same thing. Sorry, bro. So I'm just going to read out uh, another seven or eight. Uh, I'm thinking maybe we're going with more of an open mind because we've got a couple calluses already. We kind of know what we're expecting. Let's Plus, not be too defensive. Let's got, not be too defensive. Open, open hearts, open minds <sighs> Okay. With, with some of these. I also think you two boys, after you hear this, do whatever you can possibly do to stay in a relationship. Mm. Because it is hard out here in these streets. First one is, 
watching them walk on the water and the rocks. Mm, you know when they feet. do the the bounce, the barefoot. Yeah, sharp rocks. Sharp rocks. <laughs> yeah, I'm over society. Eh? I'm over it. For first one up, I'm over it. Guilty? Over it. Hey, Are we all guilty? Over over it. It. Imagine, imagine trying to go get a couple of baskets of Kai Moana out for your whanau, <laughs> and the missus sitting in her car from the car park, sitting looking at you going, Ooh, what you doing that for? <laughs> He's not hunter. That's How dare you? Hold gentle feet over Do you understand the, the oyster shells in the rocks, how sharp they are? Mm. <laughs> to get there, you have to walk through some bad like, things. I mean, Boys, maybe the ick is that we, oh, yeah, we no. didn't wear Crocs. Maybe that's the <laughs> no, didn't prepare. Sorry, Mark. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> So are we, are we supposed to reply or just like... No, 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 we, can, we can. Whatever, we need to yeah, discuss whatever, it. Man. We do need to discuss it, but we can't be like... I want to work on just not discussing it. Right. <laughs> Let's luck. see if he can do it. Swimming with goggles on. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Get the hell. You've been in the pool with chlorine in your eyes? I need, I need them goggles, my boy. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get all of the animals at the bottom of the, of the, of the pool. You can put up with the ick just long enough, but when we take them off and we've got those big red lines around our eyes, that's hot though, isn't it? You know what's hot? You, win, man. you know what's hot? Doing 50 laps in a pool. That's hot. Yeah, with hot. goggles on. That's hot. I can't, I, can't, I can't do it, but <laughs> I watch people like, yeah, they, that's it. Okay, what about this? When he plays dance games at the arcade. You're <sighs> <laughs> so specific, eh? <laughs> Yeah, I did that last weekend. <laughs> Some people are looking at you like, oh, is that tall? Is that the river? Oh, the heck. You know what? You know what's icky about it, though? Because you play one game, bro, you start sweating, bro. <laughs> like proper back sweat, it, like drenched. And you get competitive, and then you miss the beat. When you're missing the beat, when it's always coming up in reds. Uh. <laughs> or that might be a nook. You, you might be right with that one. Hey, we've got to get through these. Oh, stop interrupting. Let's stick to Street Fighter. Oh. No. No, be yourself. <laughs> That's the hardest thing about X, right? They tell you to be yourself until you are yourself. Until you're at the arcade, arcade get, oh, I can't even say it. What are, watching them rock climbing. What's wrong with that? <laughs> no comment, bro. No comment, bro. Uh, no comment. Posting bro. a selfie video at a concert and they try to flip the camera, but it doesn't work. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that is terrible, though. I think both sides are, are guilty of that one, though. But men just look like they've been slapped with this look on their face, like confusion. Like the look of confusion. And there's like the hammering. Like, huh? You know what the worst thing is, is like going to a rap concert and filming your videos, going home, listening. I remember when I went to J. Cole, I was like, Damn it. Fill me one time, Shane, you? Fill me one good to blame on you. I was like, I was like, who am I? Fill me two times. The peace sign, load the chopper. I was like, I'm never singing at a... Bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I went to... You sounded fire at the time, though. Bro. I went to the Drake oh, concert. No, Same thing happened. Oh, I came out the trophies. I had breakfast at the demo. Did you put that in the demo? I did not see him in the continental. I was like, I am shit, bro. I had to put, I, I uploaded it with the song over top, so it like didn't hear my voice. Right. Uh, okay, there's only a few more. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though. Exactly. Oh, this is me, man. This one sucks. When he jumps and hits the street signs. You know oh, when they had the like the, no, the shopping signs? No, no, no. That is sleeper athleticism uh, flexing. I'm out here tapping. I'm doing two of them at some points. Go back there. I missed the argument. Uh, so uh, I can yeah, hit you twice. You, you got big touch to sign energy. Bro. <laughs> that's the biggest act <laughs> now. Now I'm just going to be walking under them like, oh, they're feeling empty when I'm not tapping them. But even like, they're also talking about the top of doorways, right? And that's like a staple for dudes. Like we're... You know, Bro, we'd be we're, we're dunking the doors. imaginary uh, uh. balls like through our legs on the top of the door, right? <laughs> Both. Euroing around Euro, it. Step you are, through the you're whole euroing your problems. We are here euroing the doorway. That is 100% not a nick. Matsu Mark, back us up here. You've been quiet. Yeah, no, I uh, I agree. I think it's a sign of athleticism rather than a I see you going out Cuba Street. You're yeah. slapping away. Thank you. Johnny, you want to read the last one? I'm not reading it. Let's not be defensive. Get it, 
<laughs> it annoys me. It's because I know you didn't write that. Yet. I've seen that before. There's no way I wrote the that. The last one is when. Uh, when your name starts with J. And I'm over these Eclipse, say. Do you know I had a revelation? <laughs> I had a revelation that. Guess what? Men don't have X for women. Nah. We don't. Nah, like, I think because, we do. No, no, we do. Ic- no, 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 no. Hold up, hold up. We have preference. We can we can exercise preference, but X like that small, we're not smart enough to to have the foresight to see something like that. I, so that big, wait, watch where I'm going with this. Okay. Does that make women more shallow than us? <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave you with that, ladies. This is the morning shift. How bad do you want it? As bad as I want to breathe, run through the line. Yeah, life speed. Hollywood. Hands, 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 hands. Try. Woo. We know sport. <laughs> no, Jordan and I don't, but we have someone that does. His name's Matsuo Mark. If you missed anything from sports on the weekend that was, here it is. Yeah, let's get into a sports wrap. And FIFA has its Women's World Cup champion for the next four years. Oh, God. In front of a sold-out stadium, Australia, oh. and millions watching around the world. And millions. It was indeed the mighty. Spain claimed the crown and has been, I mean, it's the sports lines that have been dominating Australasia. The sports landscape has been taken over for the last eight weeks with this Women's World Cup. And congratulations to... To, to FIFA. Espanol. FIFA would be absolutely stoked with the outcome, and uh, congratulations to the Spanish team. Haven't they come from through from controversy, from from being accused of mocking the haka to saying that Palmy was a little uh, boring? Uh, and hey, I, now, I, I, world I, champs. I, I let them off the haka thing because it was just down to ignorance. You know, yeah. they really yeah, yeah. didn't know. Totally. So I'm glad that didn't become a big story. We hopped on because you just don't know what you don't know. That but it's close. good to see their success. I, I heard they have a uh, like a really uh, toxic relationship with their coach. So if you saw it, it had seen it the, the whole way the through. Team. The team. So when they played in Wellington and I went down to the game in Wellington, they can't stand the coach. They win this game winner. It's like in the, it's an overtime. Whole team celebrates. Not the coach. Coach loses it. And then he's looking around. No one's celebrating with Oh. Yeah. Little inside oil, eh? That's yeah. what you need to win gotcha, a World man. Cup. You need to have some real friction there with your coach. Well, it worked. Yeah. It well worked. done to the girls. Uh, how will you stay connected or how will you stay interested in football um, now that there's that the World Cup is over, they've got a world champ. How do you guys stay connected to women's football in the world? Would you need would you need a um, would you need some friendlies being played here, or were you only interested because it was the biggest of the biggest of the tournaments? I just got to keep it a buck. I've never really been into football. I love the atmosphere, and I love that it was here, and I became a part of it. That might be me though, and I imagine that there's a lot of people that are very very similar. And if it was the men's one too, it would be the exact same. You know, like I enjoyed it while it was here. I've just never, I've never been a huge football fan. Here's what it is, right? And I think we can be grateful to FIFA for obviously um, bringing a global brand to our market. Um, but I think it's a good snapshot into looking at when we do get behind things, magic can happen. Um, and what it felt like, um, you know, when I when I when I was working at the games, is there was a genuine growing of interest happening as we got to watch these. Um, sporting moments play out. And guess what? Those sporting moments, they happened in the smaller crowds and the smaller stadiums over the years as well. It's just the people weren't there to make it epic. Mm. Right? And so I, I even think about our, our football friends and the, that first game against Norway. That's an iconic New Zealand sporting moment this year. Yeah. A, a, in my opinion, and there's still a lot of sports to play out for the rest of the year, that's number one at the moment. Um, to have an Eden Park sold-out crowd. So I just, I think it, it really is possible if we stop thinking about only bums and seats. I think it, it has to be the way this game's marketed. Very high level. FIFA bringing the market like, it, it here. So already people got to see a really like you. You watch the opening of the FIFA Women's World Cup. Mm. Even my mates at home who never watched were like, "What Same. the heck is this? This is like really good." And like, loved it. So you know, it's it's at that level. But we got to keep going out and supporting the, the Australia. You know, fifteen point something million views on watching the game, the most in sports history over there. Yeah. You can't tell me something's not in the water here. And, and 
I think it's it's been great to watch, and I'm glad that, especially in New Zealand, we actually got out there with the rest of them and went to the game. We sold 700,000 tickets. It's awesome that we have people rolling through, getting to it. But Australia just does it right. I think Australia is very close to America when it comes to sport with how they market things, with the profile, with the money that they have. They just also, got they're more. They're, they're got a sporting more. nation as well. They yes are. And no, they like, are. Yes and no, there are. I think there's sporting examples of Australia getting it wrong. Like, their Wallabies are terrible. The crowd's there. If the Wallabies aren't playing the All Blacks and the All Black fans aren't filling out their stadiums, then the Wallabies don't sell well. Yeah, so, like, they, do, they can get it wrong I think wrong that's a timing well. thing, though. But they've also taken um, rugby off cable TV, right? Yeah. So you have to, like... They're it's equivalent it to us signing up to Spark to watch all the Wallabies all Blacks, games, which yeah. is just it's terrible. Yeah, I also think... Um, it will be interesting to see how it all kicks on after this because the football ferns, they come under the FIFA umbrella, uh, whereas uh, our, our uh, black ferns, who won the, the Rugby World Cup here last year, it, the, the momentum of women's rugby like dropped so quickly because they didn't market it probably, they didn't push yeah. on from there. So I'm interested to see how we go from here. I would definitely, to answer your question, if they played again, I would go back and watch. You'd go back and watch? I'd go back and watch, 100%. That's all that matters for them. Uh, speaking of domination, a massive shout-out to Manawatu Cyclones and New Zealand rugby legends, uh, Salika Winiata, playing her 100th match for the That's province whoosh! in the Farrell Palmer Cup. Uh, Love that. The Manawatu uh, Cyclones took on Otago on Saturday. They won that game 31-27. Uh, they put a wicked tribute vi- video out on their socials as well, reminding us just how important uh, Salika has been to our game. Uh, so small in stature, man, but unmatched in mana. Cyclones continue their unbeaten season in the Farrah Palmer Cup and champ- in the championship division. Uh, in the men's side, the Bunnings NPC, Auckland dominated the Battle of the Bridges, picking up a 43-21 victory over Harbour. I've always thought there should be more on the line when it comes to the Battle of the Bridge when yeah. Harbour play Auckland. I don't know what you win. You get like a cup, I think it is, or a shield. Well, now you're, now you're venturing into how to actually market a game and yeah. you care about it, Mark, which you should stay out of. Well, if it was my suggestion, (laughs) if North Harbour wins, only North Harbour people are allowed to use the bridge that week. (laughs) The rest of you go the west way. Everyone has to go out west, all the Aucklanders, if you want to get across to the shore. There's got to be a better wage rate. We should should figure out something. We did the derby game uh, this year for Hurricanes. Oh, facts. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so there you go on. Uh, Also, big wins for counties. Wellington, Canterbury, uh, up the Fars and Hawke's Bay. Up the Fars, the Tunny Fars. Hey, you're a bit loose with that Wellington one. Kept the shield back there. Yeah. Ranfilly Shield's coming back home for another week there. <laughs> Come on now. Skip right past that. They're going okay, to they're struggle to hold it to the end of the season, though, I'd say. Whoa, I'm Mark, just saying. You are attacking my There's lines. some good NPC squads out there this no, year. Very, very good. Uh, and the big talker in rugby over the past week has really been all about the international game with Owen Farrell from Come England on. skipping suspension for a red card shoulder charge on... Uh, and what most people were expecting him to be suspended at least a couple of weeks, possibly six. He is the English number 10, and having him missing uh, most of the Rugby World Cup seemed pretty, you know, like a legit option to be going on. However, you compare that to a very similar offence uh, that was seen from Tongan midfielder George Moala, uh, suspended five games last week. And in my humble opinion, there's solid grounds for people to scream and shout because what people are, are upset about is England, obviously, a tier one nation. Very important to the game. They yep. sell a lot of tickets. They have a lot of fans. Yep. Tonga, not quite a, a, a Tier 1 nation. They're Tier 2. Uh, and it doesn't matter if you suspend a player from them. It's not going to upset their world. You know, It's not going to upset world rugby. So people are screaming that there is a real bias uh, when it comes to how the Tier 1 nations are refereed and, and suspended or, or ruled on and how the Tier 2 nations are being uh, refereed or those decisions being tiered on. So yeah, the- what, what, what are you guys' thoughts? Do you think that there is an unbiased, con- unconscious bias in union between Tier 1 and Tier 2 teams for World Rugby? Man, I'll go first and you bring it home. I feel like the Pacific nations are about to make a really big move when it comes to Talk being about a part it. of the rugby system and the rugby culture and shifting how rugby has changed. And it's little things like this that will just cut you at the, at the wings so you can't fly as well as you're supposed to. And so it's okay, we'll set them back a couple more, a couple more years, a couple more years, a couple more years. Just feels like that. Especially when it's you wing clipping. That's how it feels like to me, especially when you compare the two and uh, I don't know, Owen Farrell, but I heard he has a history with it. This isn't the first time this type of thing has happened. George Moala has never done anything like this before. You watch the contact between the two, it's like shoulder to head, and George Moala, he puts him on his back and he dumps him, and I think he should have got something, but you compare the two, it's apples and oranges. Mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to keep the emotion out of it, but yeah, I, I have to echo your guys' thoughts. Is my thing was actually, if you look at the tackle, and I watched it 20 times over, George starts in a really dangerous position, but it's almost like at the peak of the tackle, he realizes and he kind of stands upright. 
He doesn't double down and yeah. drive the guy. As the guy f- is falling, he's on an angle where gravity does make it look like a lot worse of a tackle. So my, I'm, I'm more interested in like the semantics of how they've actually judged this. Like to, to where for the judiciary to say he actually got ten games. That it's only because they appealed it, they put it down to five. Um, and I just think, yeah, with, with what's Brooke has nailed it right there with the 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 a lot of our players, our our key players who've come back to the island home nations for this World Cup. You know, they've got some very big names so um, playing for small uh, tier nations in our Pacific Islanders. I just think that it, it, how can we not look at it like anything else? Like my my, my thing isn't is uh, are we to say that this is happening? My thing is. How do you tell us as an audience that, this, that we shouldn't look at it any other way? Because that's Seems what it black looks and white. Like. like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think I saw Richie Moanga come out over the weekend and really strongly support. I think that's what we need our players to do. TJ did as well. But I have seen also um, a lot of people come out online and say, hey, these players and other teams, they need to step up and they need to step down or like kind of lobby something to happen. And I think... Um, I think that's a different conversation as well. We can't expect like Artie and Richie to kind of say, stand down and go, well, if you don't change it, I'm not going to play. It's just a little bit too drastic. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts, Matsumai? I think there's definitely an, un, an uh, I don't even think it's an unconscious bias. I don't think it would work out very well for world rugby if Tonga and Samoa and Fiji started winning World Cups. Mm. They just simply don't sell enough jerseys. They, they don't have big enough grounds to, to hold the World Cup. Um, and it just doesn't work out financially for it. And someone as important as Owen Farrell is to England, mm-hmm. being their number 10, their starting number 10, not being available for one of the well, the biggest union when it comes to how much power they hold within world rugby, it's pretty blatant that he should have been suspended. He probably shouldn't be playing at that Rugby World Cup, but he's going to be, and there is no real reason behind why not, other than it financially doesn't work out for world rugby if England don't have their strongest team there. That's how I see it. There's no, like, it's a business model that wouldn't work for them if Tonga, in fact, did win the World Cup or Samoa. It just wouldn't work out business-wise for them, so they'd do their best to make sure, as Brooke stated, it feels like wings are being clipped, and, the, and our island nations have been up against it forever, mm-hmm. and they continue to face it, and we just have to swallow it because we're not in Brooke, charge. I hope they can run it through the World Cup, though. Their Samoa team, Sops is there, Dolph's there. Like, they got a squad. They got a squad. Too. They're Man, scaring people. I hope they do something special. They are scaring people. Yeah, this is, sorry, we've been talking for so long, but I do wonder what it looks like if, you know, as an, as 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 these island teams and these island nations in the future, if we worked outside of world rugby. Like, what if we were, mm-hmm. we, what if we were able to all support a comp um, and players were able to get, you know, salaries that reflected something of super rugby and international rugby so that they could only play, you know, with it like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like Ice, Ice Cube going to start the big three, right? Started off as this like silly thing and now it's like a very global, yeah. well-run kind of entity where players go and they yeah, don't have to be money. in the NBA and they can like earn a livable wage and stuff like that. How long, I suppose, here's the thing, the contribution from Maori and Pacific to the world game, how long Second before we keep saying that things going to be fair before we have to go off and do our own thing? Mm. Preach. Speaking of fear, Money, man. I hate the bunker. But let's get him. How about them Warriors, boys? <laughs> ah, another squeaking through match on Friday in front of a sold-out Warriors faithful. 29-22 over the Seagulls, keeping us entrenched in the third-place spot on the ladder. With two regular season games remaining, we take on the Dragons in front of a sold-out crowd again Friday <laughs> night. Uh, at Mount Smart, and then finally Dolphins in Brisbane next Saturday. Mark, we can talk X's and O's after this in the game and break it down, but you as the MC, can you run us through the feeling at the moment, like being on the oh. field at Mount Smart, Go Media Stadium, Daniel Anderson Stadium, sorry. Yeah, for the weekend gone. it was. Run us through that feeling at the moment, because there's not many people that could feel that. Oh, the energy is unreal. The people who are turning up, and I think for me, there's a whole lot of new faces, sure, but the thing that really makes me happy and brings joy to my heart and almost makes me cry at times too, when I think about the people who I've seen at that ground for the last seven years, scrap the last three that no one was playing, you know, they weren't playing the games there, but those people who have been there through the absolute thinnest times, there are people there who I'll go and talk to. I just go to them because I know I've seen their faces before. We know each, we, we, we all know each other because we were there during the toughest times. And everyone's so stoked that yeah, that there's so many. Why other does it make you want to cry? Almost like I know not because actual, I think I think Warriors fans are the best fans in the world mm. because we come from a country that's used to winning in terms of the All Blacks. We have an example of a team that we could just all jump on and not not care about a team that hasn't won in the past, but they don't. And there's something there's some real resilience there that I can relate to where I'm like, 
I ain't about backing a winner every time. Like, if there's a real culture and a real team who needs my support, I'm there for them, with them through thin. So when I see people who have that same energy, it makes me really happy and actually emotional. And on, on Friday night, some of the people there who I went up and talked to, who I know have been there through the thinnest times, seeing the big crowd, seeing how well the boys did, knowing how well they're doing this season, like, it's just emotional. You're like, man, you guys deserve it. I know you don't have enough money to be buying tickets every single week, but you're still here. I know their financial background. I've talked to them about it, and they're like, nah, man, this is my team. I'll be here every Up single week. Is there, like a, is there a look that they once have? You know at the end of Batman when Alfred sees uh, Bruce Wayne for the last time and they just give that head nod? Yeah. Do you have that today? Totally. Yep. There's an understanding right There's now. a real understanding of the people who oh, have yeah, been I love there. that. And the boys, man, they're just up for it. They're yeah. up for every this single is, this scenario. This is what, when sport looks the best and what it's like kind of made for, this is what it looks like. Facts. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. With the crowd did, there, they're singing the songs at the end. It's giving like Ted Lasso. It is. It is. Love it. I did, uh, just quickly, I had someone uh, message us from the Shifters page, um, and he said, I'm going to be controversial. I love my Warriors and the Waz, but... Is the phrase up the waz in, in danger of being the new Aussie Oi chant? Take that as iconic uh, or slightly cringe, I don't know. Thoughts? I like it. I like it too. I like it. Don't, but I get it from an outsider's point of view when, when they're like, Aussie, 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 Oi, Oi, Oi. So shut up. I think, don't fight it, team. Yeah, I'm the Just same. Go up with it. Be like water, my friends. <laughs> Be I like just, water. I just don't care. Yell whatever you want to yell. Just turn up for the boys. Be like Wasta. Do you know how, how big it's getting? Wiggles were the next day. They were doing up the wash charts at Wiggles. <laughs> Very cool. And finally, in your sports wrap, uh, we have a new UFC oh, bantamweight champ. Oh, so the shame! Yeah. It was indeed. Sugar O'Malley beat uh, Aljamain Sterling to uh, take the title. And what a way to win, too. What a fight. Sugar show, baby. It's, it's, it's Connor-esque with Aldo, right? It is. Yeah. So, you know, and these two have been going at it with their emotions and the build-up, and Aldo, um, sorry, Sterling's definitely been in his face and, and up for it. But he just... Great promoter. He reached. He reached. Sean's seen it. Oh, full back. Bop! Cracked him. Sugar Sean O'Malley. He's a cool... Like, he's just a cool... He's very marketable. personality. He's very marketable. Great he, champion to have. Shane, Sugar Shane, uh, he's... A very important figure in martial, in martial arts at sure. the moment uh, because uh, they've been trying to make him the champion for many years now mm. because Dana knows how marketable he is. But Sugar talks to a generation of kids that, like, this guy's a, a nerd as well. Like, he, he just loves the game. Uh, you know, he's not your traditional macho. Rah, rah, and then he's just incredibly violent in, in, his, in his field when he hops in that octagon. So he pulls in a whole completely different audience that makes UFC more relatable. And I think Dana is very happy about the way that that fight went down because they've been trying to make him champion for years. Great headlighter champion too. So like Izzy, he's going he's gonna to make people watch. There's also a guy that you're talking about, Connor, who are they saying is like the next Connor? He's Irish. Ian Gary? Ian Gary. Yeah. The way he talked in the press conference, it's, it's Connor-esque. I think he was third on the card. He, he, he won by too. decision. It was good. Good. Well, UFC marching on. Looking forward to Izzy Come getting on, the out UFC, that's me. Hey. <laughs> and there you have Sydney. your sports wrap for another weekend. <laughs> All right, guys, that's our show. Uh, I would imagine that maybe Cinderella's already jumped in our DMs. So, yeah, look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. <laughs> but we'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy your day. Love you guys. See you guys. Cheer on your people. This is The Shift. The Shift. Morning shift. I'm gonna make an awfully game with you. The shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is the shift. Got <laughs> Okay.